The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. You know what I love about you guys is that when uh, we talk about someone's birthday, you do too. Oh, Michelle, this is Joanna here from Lai. You dear loves the song for for my foster children. That Jerusalem, these and pronouns will go mad for that song. Happy birthday, Tia. Happy birthday and many, many more, Tia. We love you, eh? We love you so much. Bye. How wonderful. You see, you guys rock it. You know how to do it. You certainly rocked it yesterday when you were requesting for information about body donation to science. It was part of a conversation that we had about how a body decomposes and what could be done with it. And obviously, there are religious issues that are linked to it. And uh, people started sending in, you started sending in queries as to how we do it. On the line, we have Jody Limpani, who is a lecturer in the Division of Clinical Anatomy at the University of Stellenbosch. Jody, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you very much for having us. Jody, you are involved in clinical anatomy, which is part of the medical school, I'm assuming, at the University of Stellenbosch. Talk to us about what students would be doing there with regards to clinical anatomy. So the students we host in our division are from the medical faculty as well as from the science faculty on Stellenbosch campus. And the focus of our time with them is to teach them about the body. And we can understand that the body is a a very special organism that has many different parts. And we take them through a a scientific investigation of those different systems um, on a macroscopic level in terms of the different organs that we can see and the different tissues and then on a microscopic level as well. Jody, you know, yesterday we were talking about how one goes and donates one body, and we didn't have the answers to that because that wasn't really exactly where the conversation started. But I understand that medical schools are legally empowered to receive the body of someone who passes away. It might be your loved one. How does this work? So how this works is that if someone is interested they can donate their bodies to a suitable institution via the National Health Act, 61 of 2003. There was an amendment in 2013. And this is specifically in Chapter 8. So it has to be a competent individual who identifies themselves that they are willing to perform a donation. Um, Otherwise, their families can assist them and fill in the documents on their behalf. Obviously, there are regulations with regards to that. So it's not just anyone that um, can perform the third-party donation, um, but we assist the family and the next of kin with that. They're welcome to contact us, and we'll guide them through the process of registering to become a body donor. So, Jody, what happens? So I am coming to the end of my life, and I decide, and I put it in my will. I say, I would like to donate my body to science, and I've made a decision that I'm going to send it off to the University of Stellenbosch, to the Division of Clinical Anatomy. What is the process that moves on from there? So once you've made that decision, you contact us at su underscore body donations at sun.acza. We'll send you the documents 
and what you need to do for us is read through the documents and make sure you are happy with everything. So it will explain what will happen when you pass. What are the documents that I require? Um, is there some sort of Thanksgiving or memorial service which we can attend as a family to remember this loved one that has passed and donated their body to science? And once you've read through the documents, you then contact us, you send the completed forms to us along with some supplementary documents. We then go through the form and make sure that all the documents are correct. And then we'll send you letters of acknowledgement and also instruction so that when you do pass, your next of kin has a step-by-step guide on what needs to happen next. You know, one of our listeners yesterday suggested that there's no ways a um, university or certainly a department of clinical anatomy would be interested in an, a body of an elderly person and that rather... It should be bodies of young people who may have died uh, in, a, in a terrible accident or whatever the case may be. I wasn't so sure about that because I was kind of like, well, surely even if a body is atrophying and getting older, there would be value for students to chop me up. That's very correct. There's so value in any donor of any age. Yeah. And it's not that we, we chop up, but we systematically review the different systems. And we, we really focus with the students on remembering that this is a donor. This is this is someone someone's person. Um, so we really try and make them sensitive to that fact. And that it is a scientific process that is guided um, by textbooks to ensure that they learn the different structures, that they can identify it. And also, I suppose, I mean, I'm, and I'm not, these are questions that came through from our listeners yesterday. Is no, not a problem. If, if I, okay, my body goes to science and then a bunch of students get to work with me for a year. How is that working? I mean, do they sort of uh, lift a, a, a sheet off me and then they like look at my muscles in my arms or my lack of muscles in my arms? Do they look at the fat in my stomach? Or some people are lucky they don't have fat in their stomach. What? How does that work? So it's a systematic approach. And what we'll go through is we'll go through the different layers. So we'll start with the skin. Yeah. And then we'll move to the lower adipose tissue. And then we'll move on to that particular, the organs within that system. So the different bones that are involved in the thoracic cavity or in your, your chest. And then we'll look at the muscles that are on the bones, and then we'll move deeper down into, let's say, looking at the lungs. And it's essential for these students to see what these yeah. organs look like of different people from different backgrounds because there's so much variation there, um, and you really get to see the the beauty of the body. It's it's absolutely fascinating. Jody, you've you've made me excited, and certainly for me, uh, I think that this is a huge possibility, and I'm sure for many people who are listening, this may be a possibility as well. What about the issue of religion? The way one, um, the the, ish, the type of religion that you have, you may be a Muslim, you may be a Jew, you may be a Christian, a Catholic, and obviously for each of them, this may be challenging. How do you resolve that if you have to? Um. So we respect all religions and the, the laws that uh, they have in place. Um, so it is on the individual donor or on their family to decide whether a donation will take place or not. Mm. Uh, we understand that uh, 
the Muslim judiciary has a certain um, process they'd like to follow as well as the Jewish. So mm. it's it's not an issue for us, but it's on the individual donor and their family to decide if a donation will take place. In closing, Jody, one of our listeners yesterday said that the challenge for them was that their mother had in fact donated her body to science. And yeah. you mentioned the idea of remembering that this was a beloved person for someone to yeah. someone, um, someone who was part of a family. And she said for her the challenge was that until the end of the usage of the body in the clinical anatomy department, she felt she couldn't grieve or couldn't mourn. Could you just go back to that again and explain how one can resolve that? So we understand that the loss of a family member is very traumatic, and that's why there's um, individuals to guide you through that process when it does happen. Um, But we also have a commemoration service every year. Um, So previously it's been hosted online due to the pandemic, Um, but this year we have an in-person service um, with some hybrid attendance uh, possibilities for families to come together along with the students and to commemorate their loved one. Um, so this service, uh, usually it's going to take place on the 22nd of November, and there we will have different poems, musical items by the students, just remembering this individual from, from their side of the, the story. And then we also have the families there as well to just see how much we appreciate it and how much of a difference this single donation made to our future doctors, nurses, OTs, physiotherapists. Um, I I can't even explain to you how valuable these donations are to us and how thankful we are um, to the different families that have made the sacrifice. Jody Limpani, thank you so much for joining us. Lecturer in the Division of Clinical Anatomy at the University of Stellenbosch. And uh, all of the universities do have a donation program. I know that at UCT it's called the Body Donation Program. At FITS it's called Anatomical Sciences Become a Body Donor. And also at the Stellenbosch University as well. You go online and you look up their Body Donation Program. And then you uh, make the offer and you put it in your will and take it forward in that kind of a way. I want to say uh, thank you for all your questions yesterday. I hope that we answered as many of them as we possibly could and uh, that you are all a little clearer on what that process could be as you grow older or even just as you think about a will.